talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Then throw Boyd in the middle. Now you really iffy Every Sunday showing boys how they really gritty They try to shuffle up the game on us but they ain't icky Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it Never know what's gonna happen when Joe drop back He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap Most all around team in the NFL, that's all fact Ain't came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail I dare you come across that middle Vaughn gon' ring your bell I know we under they skin Them boys built frail Eli Apple out there Chirping like a next tail You don't want Sam and Trey To come off them ends Rita clogging up the middle Like a big body bend. Right behind them Logan and Pratt The turn over twins Jesse base in the backfield Just to clean up the loose ends We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the losing weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up What do we say, dog? They gotta play us! That's right, y'all, they gotta play us! What's going on? Welcome to the show! This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trunapole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the back-to-back AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,302 subscribers. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. But if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you still have not subscribed to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberries. Hit the subscription button, hit the bell for the notification, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So if you got a question you want to ask me about training camp, Joe Burrow, you got anything from Jason, you want to ask me about the 3 and Out podcast, or anything like that, or just support the show, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down here. It's the Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what? I wear it every day. I got the hat on today. We got the beer out too. The beer is at Brink Brewery, but the hat and the gear, the flags, all that stuff is at uh, jackpotjoy9.com. Remember, a portion of the purse, you go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund, the Joe Burrow Fund. Same thing with the beer. Uh, the beer is getting canned. Hopefully, it'll be out next week. But like I say, get it on draft, which I'm, draft's my favorite, so. We'll go to Brink Brewery 
and get some uh, ice cold jackpot Joey beer. You can do that. Also, we got officially when the cornhole tournament is. So I got an email on it. All right. So we're going October 21st. It's when we're doing the uh, jackpot Joey cornhole tournament at Brink Brewery. Uh, you can sign up for it at all on all of Brink Brewery's social media platforms. 100% of the proceeds, every dime, goes to the Joe Burrow Foundation. So if you want to go drink some delicious beer, have a great time with Bengals fans playing cornhole, getting beat by me in cornhole, because, yeah, I am kind of good. Totally kidding. That's, I kind of say that about my fantasy football, too, and I, I don't do very good about it either way, either, too. So anyway, come out October 21st, Brink Brewery, got the cornhole tournament. I'd love to see you guys. We'll have a great time. What's up there, everybody in the chat here? You guys are blowing it up. I love it. Uh, Stranger, your first. Brad's in there. Matt's in the Crips. What's up, Holmes? Maddie, Dennis is in there. Brian, Augie, Jeremy, and Crip. All right. So I have a new guest. First time on the show. We've been talking back and forth. We, we are in the same fantasy league together. Uh, he's got a great podcast. Make sure you guys check it out. It's three and out podcast, but it is Jason Garrison. What's up, my man? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm loving the red hat. I'm loving the oh, red yeah. hat. Like we 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 need we need them to win tonight. I, I, yes, I'm, we do. I am yep. this this these last three games in Chicago have driven me up a wall. Yeah. <laughs> like we should have not lost any of them. I mean, if Luke Bailey catches a freaking strike, they don't score any runs in that what third inning or whatever, and none of this happens. But anyway, yep, it's been annoying. It's been frustrating, but. Let's get to the Bengals. More, more happy, happy subject here. Because uh, we got the uh, first preseason game is a week from tonight. I'm excited about it. I can't wait to get there. What's your thoughts on, you know, training camp, the 53-man roster? What, you know, just thoughts on the, the Bengals in general right now? Uh, in general, I I mean, I'm, I'm pumped for this season. If I don't think I'm going too far out on a limb to say that I think that this is the year. I mean, the whole roster is still intact. You still have, you know, DJ Reader. There's a lot of guy in, guys entering our contract years, but DJ Reader's still here. Logan Wilson's still here. Uh, T. Higgins is still here. The whole core of the team is together. The only place that I think that they may have fallen back from last year, the years before, is at safety. But we, but, you know, they, I personally think they probably traded experience, but they got more athletic guys, you know, guys that are maybe more capable of doing physical things on the field that Bates and Bell couldn't do, but that, that experience is extremely important. Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that that part of the team will take a step back, but everywhere else was, was, was made better. I mean, the offensive line two in the best line that Burroughs ever had, as long as everyone stays healthy, uh, you know, read or not, sorry. Uh, Mixon is back. It took a pay cut. Right. Uh, the defensive line, there's a little bit, I, I, I'm worried about the depth at the interior defensive line. But other than that, I mean, they have one of the most complete rosters in the NFL. I think the most complete roster in the AFC. The only two teams that have rosters that really rival them are the Eagles, who were stacked because they had, what, like 15 first-round picks over the last couple of years? <laughs> right, right, right. And then depending on what happens with the quarterback situation, the Niners. But, right. I, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. But, you know, obviously the AFC, the, the biggest competition is going to come, come from the Bills and, and, and the Chiefs. But I think I, – I really believe it, man. I think that this is the year. I think this is the year they get it done. I absolutely do, too. And the thing I like to point out for everybody, uh, the, the the amount of money that it would have cost us to keep Jesse Bates, mm -hmm. we got Orlando Brown. Right, so, right. Sure. I mean, that's – I love Jesse Bates. I, I, I wish we could have kept it. I totally understand he's trying to get as much money as he can for his family. I get it. 
But we weren't going to pay him that much money. I think Atlanta overpaid for him. My nephew's right. a big uh, Falcons fan, and he's, he's like, we, we ever paid for him. I was like, I think you did too. But, I mean, so Jesse Mitch is really good. But we got Lando Zeus Brown, and he was just on the NFL Network talking about how much he loves this team and this city and this management and this ownership, which yeah. you – I know. Jason, you never no. <laughs> would have heard that from any Bengals yeah. player. And for him to come in from the outside and, and be this excited and this bought in to, to this team, I mean – Jordan Williams, the guy, I got a, a little clip from him here. I'll play here. <laughs> Excuse me, from Trags. I'm just talking about how uh, he's getting ready to play right tackle, the karate around the team. It's, it's a really good interview. Just, it's, it was uh, Jason or uh, uh, Jordan Williams after practice. Check it out. Unfortunately, I think everyone in here has like minimum four surgeries, you know, and minimum like eight major injuries. So it is what it is, man. Like you you can't play thinking about getting hurt because, you know, it's going to happen and it's probably more likely to happen if you're playing hesitant thinking about getting hurt. You just got to go balls to the wall and, you know, play ball. The way you guys are, there's probably pride in the fact that you had like both your knees were messed up and you were still out there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's it's just assumed like when someone gets hurt, it's just going to be how absolutely soon can I get on the field, you know, because it's it's a sport, but it's more serious than that to us, you know, and it's like when you're when you're on the sideline watching, it's just as a competitor, it's really hard. It's hard to do that. And you just want to be back out there. And uh, so that's how I felt last year. And I think it's how everyone feels when they get hurt. I'm in a good mood. I'm healthy. I'm playing football. I'm. I feel good out there. Like, um, I don't have anything to complain about. Life's good. I've got a beautiful daughter. I'm gonna, I, I get to see her for 15 minutes in the morning before I come here for 14 hours, and then, and then she's asleep when I get home. So, life is good. For sure, and I think. It's a combination of coming off of this injury and also changing sides at the same time. It's it's kind of a double whammy there. So um, I think it's super important to get these reps in. And so I come in here every day, like just knowing that I'm going to leave the building better than I was when I came in. And, you know, that's what I've been doing so far. And I'm just going to keep on doing that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm distracted by the Alicia Keys uh, yeah. music too. <laughs> I love her too. But I mean, I, it was, it's because it was a big, talking point in the offseason will because he didn't come in for otas or anything like that will joe right. Williams move over the right tackle will he like i said the whole time he's going to move over the right tackle i think it's i actually think he's going to play better right tackle than he did left tackle that's just my own opinion and right. people are like well you know he hasn't been playing that much lately I'm like yeah he's coming back from knee surgery but just listen to him talk about the, the his daughter and and the the, mm-hmm. the the teammates and and everything he said there and the balls to the wall i mean that that, that comment sticks out i mean that just goes to show how I think dedicated these guys are here are, are here for. He's, he says every fourteen hours. Yeah, that's a long freaking time. No, it absolutely is. Yeah, I I know there was you know once once he made the the trade demand, which you, you can't blame him. I mean the the difference between left tackle and right tackle when it comes to pay is is pretty big. Right. You know, um. So I I get it, but I you know I knew from the beginning they're not going to trade him because yeah. Leo Collins isn't going to be healthy, especially after the draft when they didn't really address the position. Uh, but they're not going to trade him. I knew he's not going to pass up on $12.5 million. He's a pro. He's going to come. He's going to work his ass off. He's going to play. He's going to play well. And then 
you know, he's probably going to sign elsewhere next year and either try to move back to left tackle, or maybe he's going to be one of the best right tackles in the league for someone else starting next year. And we'll either move on with Leo Collins or something else. I mean, I'm excited for him. I think this gives him a new opportunity. Obviously I'm excited that we have, um, that we have Orlando Brown jr. On the left side. Um, I, I mean, this is going to be the best offensive line that Joe Burrows ever had, you know, I, and Cordell Volson is going to, is, I personally think it's going to take a huge leap yes. from year, year one to year two. I mean, he needs to. Yeah. But I don't know if Joe Burrow is going to benefit more. We saw, we've seen what Joe Burrow can do without a top-notch offensive line. Okay. And obviously he's going to play well. I think the biggest beneficiary from the offensive line is going to be Joe Mixon. Yes. We, we've been talking about that a lot. Joe Mixon and the running game in general. Yeah. And, I'm glad you brought that up because because I'm still wondering because I think we're gonna be able to run the ball better, mm-hmm. but are we going to run the ball more? Because this offense isn't a running offense; it's a passing offense. Right. And now with 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 Irv Smith, who I think is going to have a, a breakout year too, I think he's going to bring another dimension to the tight end. I'm just curious if, if they'll actually take advantage of running the ball as much as they potentially could this year. Because I mean, I, I'm with you. I think they're they're think about this this interior line. It's been together for a full, a full year. That right. is going to change by leaps and bounds compared to the way it was at the beginning of last year, just for that fact alone. Sure. Although, Cordell Volson, I think, like, I'm with you, he's going to have a, a breakout year. I just, I, yeah, I, I'm just curious if they are going to run it more. Well, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I do think that the offense flows through Joe Burrow, and that's that's obvious. But, like, if you think about the AFC Championship game last year where Joe Mixon sat on the sidelines, a lot of that was because he can't – he's not a good, a great pass blocker, and P. Ryan is. Yeah. But it also makes me wonder, you know, they kind of abandoned the run. They didn't really need to. It wasn't a super close game. I just don't – I think they struggled running the ball. I really do. They they, so, they could not run the ball in Kansas City, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. Not, which is funny because the week before in Denver – or, excuse me, Buffalo, they ran all over. Oh, yeah. yeah. And in Kansas City, we, we, I was at the game. They could not run the ball. We're in it enough but they could have been nice if they would have run up better right. it was interesting for week to week of how the running game and that was a lot last year because right. we had the carolina game where he scored five touchdowns we had a couple other games where he went off and then we had our games where yeah. the running game wasn't you know so more along the lines i think the running game could be more consistent this year mm-hmm. with with this offensive line yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think more consistency, a, a, you know, a, a good word. Joe Mixon didn't forget how to play football. He didn't forget how to run the ball. Right. Uh, it's just, you know, the offensive line wasn't holding up or wasn't opening up holes. And, but you know, he's getting hit a lot in the backfield or he's getting hit as he's trying to get through a hole. Uh, but, yeah, I think that he's going to be the biggest beneficiary of this new offensive line. Sorry if you hear We just got a new puppy for the kids and we're crate training. So if you hear him barking and whining, he's in the crate. That's fine. I, I couldn't hear it. My dog, uh, my my, so the mailman walks by. My dog will start barking. You'll you'll, you'll hear him too. So, no big deal. Um, but uh, one thing is interesting is is a, co- a conversation I've had a lot this week is the RB two, and I think it's going to come down to I think it's Travion Williams' job to lose. Yeah. But I also think we just talked about how Joe Mixon is not pass blocker, and that's to me that's the key. The, the RB two's got to be a pass blocker. Right. Trent or Trayvon says he can do it. I don't know if Chase Brown can do it. I, I don't. I, he wasn't asked to do it in college much. That's to me is going to. Def, I think going to de- determine who is the number two third down. You right. know, uh, run, running back. What, what's your thoughts? I totally agree with you. Uh, I do think it's Travion Williams to lose, but depending on his health, I'm not really sure what's going to happen uh, with his sprained ankle or you know those those injuries can tend to linger a little bit. Right. Uh, 
Chase Brown did it a little bit at Illinois. So I did this deep dive before the draft of all the running backs and the PFF scores when it comes to pass blocking. And there, the, he was asked to do it the second most of the draft class. Really? Yes. And he wow. had – now, keep in mind that it's all those colleges, they run spread offense. They don't right. do it a lot. Right. And it's different in the NFL, too. You know, you're, you're blocking against guys who are never going to play against the NFL, and then all of a sudden you're blocking against the best college player you've ever seen every down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Right, it's a but, big difference. But he he did he did do it quite quite a bit, and he had the second highest score of the guys who were asked to do it a little bit. So I I mean we'll see how that translates to the NFL. Um, I hope that one of those two guys can fill Samaje Pirine's role, and Samaje Pirine stepped in and filled the role of um, Giovanni Bernard because Giovanni Bernard was a great pass blocker. Yes, yes. Um, so hopefully one of those two guys can can help. If not. I'm afraid that they're going to be, you know, taking a wide receiver off the field to keep a tight end in the field or keep Irv Smith in the backfield, which I do not want because I think he's going to be the best pure pass catching tight end that Joe Burrows had in his career. Everything that Joe Burrows working with right now is the best he's had. Hopefully they can take advantage of it. Right, right exactly. And Irv Smith, I've seen him at that, down at practice. He's making some outstanding oh, catches, yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, he's big, he's tall, he's fast. This He's going to be the best tight end that Joe Burrow has had. And and that's the other thing though, I'm curious about is because this offense really isn't a tight end driven offense, but they never had an athlete like Irv Smith. Right. Does that change anything? Because usually, because last year Hayden Hurst was basically just a check down guy, which mm-hmm. he, he did a great job at it. I mean, he, he got paid really well for it. Sure. Irv Smith is different. He, he, he can't be a difference maker on this team. So again, that's why I wonder if they would change the offense a little bit, not, not, not a ton, just like a different wrinkle in it. Which, right. I think is a good thing just to change it up sure. on, on people who because you, know, you play the Browns and the Ravens and, and the Squealers, you know, twice a year. So it'd be cool to change it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I you know, Hayden Hurst, like you said, is a little bit of a check down guy, and he was able to turn some of those into big gains. Mm-hmm. But Irv Smith Jr. is a guy that I think can stretch the field, Absolutely. you know, go like you know, run like seam rights or seam routes down the middle. It's just yeah. another thing. Even without him, I don't know how you cover Tyler Boyd. Uh, Jamar Chase and T Higgins, like yeah, you really you really can't. But you add another tight end who kind of runs like a wide receiver a little bit. Yeah, I just I, what are you going to do? You know, I, I absolutely think they'll add some extra wrinkles in there that take advantage of Irv Smith's skill set. I, I would, yeah, I'll be shocked if they didn't. I mean, yeah. just because they signed him, they know what he can do. Now, the other thing I have that I've, I've been still kind of, I was say holding out hope, but I can see this happening because I'm not completely sold on our. Uh, tight end two, you know, right. true sample. Wilcox, look, Wilcox, I think did a did a hell of a job last year when, when he was was forced into to it. But it's if we can get somebody like the Jets have, you know, twenty five hundred tight ends. Buffalo's got a couple extra tight ends. I, I, I'm I'm just thinking one of those two teams is going to cut somebody, and who knows? Maybe CJ Uzama will turn around, and come back, and be a Cincinnati Bengals. Do you? But do you think that the Bengals will be looking? To add at the tight end room at the uh, the, the cut down day, they might be. I mean, I I don't know if I'm. I like Irv Smith Jr. Behind him, it's kind of a crapshoot of, of who they have. You know, um, Devin Asiasi has a little bit of experience. You know, I do like what Tanner Hudson's done in camp, though. Now he now he's looked good in camp. Yeah. I will give you that. Yes, he has. Yeah, he's looked really good. He looks like he can. You know, he's he looks athletic and stuff like that. I guess it depends on who gets cut and if, if there's a guy at the right price or if they have the extensions made that they want. If Burrow's extended by that time, maybe they'll say, hey, let's go out and grab this guy too. If not, I don't know. You know, it, it, a lot of it might depend on where they are with, 
with his extension, which hopefully, hopefully right, it's, it's like tomorrow. So it's like somebody was asking me that. Oh, I was on. I know it. I was on Willie Lutz on the uh, Samuel Strikes podcast, and he wanted me to kind of pin down a date. In my opinion, yeah. when they were going to sign Jackpot, I'm like, I thought they were going to do it. Or I, I honestly thought sure. it was going to be Saturday or over the weekend because Sherbert uh, signed. You know, Joe's do a roster bonus because yep. there's so many practices. Uh, I just thought this weekend, Saturday, would have been perfect. Still nothing. And I, I'm yeah. I'm not getting worried, but I'm kind of like, what in the world is taking so long? You, got, you know, you know, you know who, who you got to beat. You know, you know, you right. got to pay more than Sherbert. I'm sure I thought you worked out all the other details. You, Joe knows he wants to get Chase and T in and, and as many weapons as he can. So I'm just I don't know. I'm just curious what is taking so long. I'm not really sure. I thought once Herbert signed, I was that's the last domino. It should be any day now. And I like you, I figured it'd probably be this weekend. But then you hear these reports, these you know, national talking heads are being like, hey, Joe Burrow's not gonna practice again until he gets his deal, which I don't believe that at no, all. No, that's I don't not, believe he, that. At he all. strained his calf. That's why yeah. I, I, I anyway. right. Yeah, I don't believe any of that stuff. Uh I mean, I, I kind of thought I figured it would happen by now. I know a lot of these happen in training camp. And if you're not gonna be on the field, maybe you can be in the boardroom signing on the dotted line. So I don't, I don't really know. I, I, I'm not, like you said, I'm not worried about it. I'm not, I trust the team. I trust the ownership, which is why I think we're in some sort of alternate dimension or we're dead or something, because this, if you think about like, I I was a fan, I've been, I, I was born in 83. I brought, I was brought home in a Bengals onesie. Like I've been a fan my whole life. And this saying the things that I'm saying, like there's a voice in the back of my head. like, what did you just say? Are you sure? But, but yeah, brother. yeah, I trust the ownership. I, I trust management. I trust coach. I trust Joe Burrow. I it, it's gonna happen. I wish it had happened by now, you know, so I could right. everyone can kind of take relax, take a breath. Right. Uh, it's weird that it hasn't happened, but I as at this point, I'm just like, well, it happens when it happens. We'll, we'll yeah. see. I guess when we hear about it, we'll find out. And one thing, the thing I keep hearing too, and I've actually kind of hear from local people too, is 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 T Higgins going to start making you know business decisions mm-hmm. because he doesn't have because he's legitly a free agent. Joe Joe has another year that you know a fifth year option. Right. He's actually legitly a free agent. Is he going to take some business decisions here in training camp? I, I don't know. I just I'm not going to put a pat. I'm not going. Well, I wouldn't. I would understand if he did, but I just yeah. can't see him do it because he showed up for minicamp, OTA, showed up for right. everything else. Why all of a sudden is he going to, you know, well, I got to back up a little bit. So, I mean, today he was out there. He, he was minimal, but, right. I mean, DJ Reader did practice today. But that's what Zach does. Zach gives veterans time off. Sure. He gives them, you know, shorter days or, or whatever. So, I don't th- think that's a business decision. But it, it's just kind of interesting that people say that. And I'm, I just want to get this contract done. So, hopefully get T in. I want to get uh, Logan in. And I want to yep. sign DJ. Now, this is a question I like bringing up to my, to my guests here. So you got DJ and you got Logan are both free agents after this year. Yes. Which one would you sign? DJ. That's my boy. Exactly. Because that's what I said. DJ, he makes such a difference on this defense. The run game does not, they don't run on us when he's in there. When he run when he's not there, it's it's night and day. And I love Logan Wilson. There's nothing against Logan Wilson. But DJ, in my opinion, is the straw that stirs drink of this defense. He lets them do so much stuff. It's yep. it's not even funny. And I don't I hate it that he doesn't get the credit that he deserves because he is one of the best yeah. uh nose tackles in football, if not the best. I think he's the best nose tackle in the NFL. Uh I mean the best defensive tackle in the NFL is Aaron Donald. He's he might be yeah. the best defensive yeah. tackle of all time, but the best right. nose tackle in the NFL yes. is DJ Reader. And 
he soaks up so many blockers and he still, I mean, he takes on double teams and yep. chucks the block and still makes tackles in the backfield, yep. but he does it so much and so well that he allows Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt to play free. And without, without DJ reader, I don't know if the defense if, if we really talk about the linebackers like we do now, I mean, he's created right, this right. ability for them to do this, this crazy stuff, you know, dropping back in pass coverage or making these great tackles because he's soaking up so many blockers. But yeah, DJ reader, I almost, almost this close would rank DJ reader above T Higgins. And the I, only reason I, is, I, I, I'm the only I, reason is, yeah. is because yeah. wide receivers, a wide receiver. And I love T Higgins. Don't get me wrong. I want mm -hmm. T Higgins here forever. Yep. yep. But a wide receiver is going to be easier to replace than that kind of guy at nose tackle because that's there's there's not many dj readers available in free agency there's hardly any in the draft mm -hmm. I, he's here keep him here you know? right yeah exactly and, and I, i'm with you i love t but dj is huge and i don't think because everybody keeps talking about t everybody keeps talking about logos i'm like y'all we gotta keep dj yeah. i mean that that that's my dude man he that he is and i i, I always go back to the the playoff game the first playoff game in tennessee if you go back, just go back and watch that film. Go, just go watch DJ. Watch how he just single-handedly shut that yep. running game down, shut, shoving off the double teams, shutting down King Henry. I mean, he was the biggest influence on that game, yep. and he gets no credit for it, which just I think it just drives me nuts. you, you got to watch it. Without, without DJ Reader in that game, I don't know if we win. We don't. I, that's it's that big I, of a deal, and I'll it was a close don't. game. We yes. won by a field goal. I don't think we win that game if DJ Reader signed there because Derrick Henry runs all over the place. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nobody else in the middle of the of the defensive line capable of doing what he did that night. Exactly. At all. Exactly. And and, and I, I I mean I'm only just a little podcast here, but I keep trying to bang DJ's drum. No, it drives me nuts that he hasn't made a Pro Bowl, All Pro, none of that. He's because not on he the get... NFL 100 list, which yeah, is insane. I, I know. Neither is he, which is insane. That list oh, has been garbage from yeah. beginning to end. Yeah, I don't. Having what was uh, Chase at 39? 30, yeah, CD, just... CD Lamb was ahead of him. <laughs> uh, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's, yeah, it's, it's maddening. Uh, Joe Shasty, I think, uh, retweeted it, and I just put a meme. This is madness. I'm like, yeah. it is. Like, yeah, it's terrible. What the hell are you guys yeah. looking, <laughs> looking yeah. at? I read it, somewhere that it a lot of it is depends on availability of the players. I, and I don't know if that really matters where they're ranked, but like what players can do interviews and what, what which ones can't makes changes where they're ranked. I guess. Oh, I, availability of the of the interview. That's that's the that's what oh, I. Oh, I'm thinking today. availability of playing. <laughs> no, no, no. Just the availability of the of the players, like do, to be able to do interviews and stuff like that, changes how they're ranked. And I don't know if that's true or not, but oh, if that I, is, I would then, hope not. Yeah, if that's yeah. true, then I would not never pay attention to that list ever again. No, that has, no, I mean, that has nothing to do with it. Me neither. Yeah. Nope. One thing that was interesting is, is Jamar Chase, or NFL Network, was down at uh, practice today. And they interviewed uh, Jamar Chase. We already talked about them talking to uh, Zeus. But mm -hmm. they interviewed Jamar Chase, and he said that, you know, he didn't rush back from his hip, that he does, he told Joe not to rush back from his calf strain. I don't know about you. I don't want him to rush back. If he's not ready, I understand. Right. I think he's going to be ready, but. Damn it! I want him out there week one to go against these freaking clowns and shut yeah. their fans up, and then and then you got the Raptors after that. I mean, it's not it's, it's a big start. You got the Browns, you got two divisional games, and the Ravens. We need to come out of the gate fire at all cylinders. We need yeah. to go out two and zero. And I'm not okay with Trevor Simeon or, or uh, Jake Browning be be our starting QB. No, me neither. I I mean, the AFC North I think is the best division in football. 
all four teams, I could see a scenario. I, you know, I, th- I think the Bengals win the division. They're the best team in the division. All four teams should should be fighting for a playoff spot. That's how good this division is. The Browns, I, I hate the Browns. I hate the Browns. I used to hate the Steelers the most. I hate the Browns the most now. A lot of it has to do with uh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, yeah. yeah. And their fans, like, boneheaded – other than trying to, I know. Oh, we own you guys. I'm like, you do realize two yeah. out of those four games, we didn't give two craps when we even played the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, you beat us twice. I got, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's it's nuts. A, a lot of it, you know. It, it, either way, I I want. So last year they started zero and two. They right. with Pittsburgh and Dallas, and I think they said, oh, you know, nineteen percent of teams to start zero and two, whatever, win a playoff game. I, it's not going to happen two years in a row. It won't. No. I mean, no. if they go zero and two this year, they may miss the playoffs or they may lose in the first round. Whatever. Or they may not win the division. You know, I mean, Lamar Jackson's not going to be – well, he may be unhealthy again. Who knows with the style of play. But I'm, I, he's healthy now. That's all I'm saying. I just – I don't know. I, I mean, they got to win, and I agree with you. I don't think that they can trot out Trevor Simeon or whoever and, and win either of those two games. But I want Joe Burrow out there ready to go, even if he's 90%. Because 90% Joe Burrow is better than 100% Trevor Simeon. By a yeah, lot. I mean, he was ninety percent last year. He threw five picks. We still yeah. almost won the freaking game. Yeah, year. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know, beginning so. of the season. And the thing is, for me, Jason is is I want that home field playoff. I'm mm-hmm. tired of going to Burrowhead. Yes, I call yep. it Burrowhead. I'm going to continue <laughs> to call it Burrowhead just to piss them off. But I'm tired of going there. I want that. I want that number one seed. I want them to come here. I want to play in the jungle. And yep. the best way to do that is get off to a three and oh, five and oh, six and oh start. Yeah. That's how these teams get out there, and you got to chase them. And that's what I think the Bengals – and I'll put it this way. None of them have said that's what they're concentrating on, but if you watch the training camps like – I've been down there almost every day except for once. Except for today was a light one, but most of the training camps, they have been intense yeah. and, and focused. And without them saying that, I think these guys want to come out and make a statement in the first couple of weeks, like we're here, we're the best team in the NFL. You got to chase us. That's just, like I said, just me saying it because just from what I've seen, the focus and intensity. Because because Zach usually has a little more laid back, you know, kind of kind of practices. They're not right now. They're they're pretty like today was, but they're they're all. This is the first one that was kind of laid back. All of them have been very intense and very physical. I mean, hence they had a fight on the first day with yeah. Orlando Brown and Trey Henderson. Yep. Yeah, I think I I I think they probably got to feel it too. I mean, you think they, they're coming off two straight AFC North or sorry, AFC championship games, one of which they won. They lost the Super Bowl by three. They lost the AFC championship game by, by three and they were missing 60% of their offensive line. Yep. So I think they feel it too is, Hey, we're here. Like if it, it, the time is now, everybody is still under contract right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that there may be that extra intensity of these guys coming out and saying, Hey, we're not screwing around. We're not screwing around. We're not going to come out. We're not going to take any losses in the beginning. We don't want to tell everyone to calm down. You know what I mean? We want to come out and we want to bust heads from week one to week 18. Everybody's going to know we got to go. They got to play. They got to play Cincinnati. We got to deal with Cincinnati. And it would be great to do it in Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But it's it's so exciting. And and just the whole they got to play us. Uh, This is just stupid fandom of me. I'm always curious. All right. So it was why not us? And it is Mm -hmm. us. And they got to wonder what the hell they're going to come up with with this year. I'm I'm just I don't know. I don't know. One thing I, we talked about DJ, and one thing I am very—I can't wait to see 
is the front four. The, just, I, we call it the NASCAR package or whatever. I think he's going to play it more than just third downs. Where you got Joe Silva on the outside, Trey Henderson on the outside, you got Sam Hubbard and, and Miles Murphy on yeah. the inside. I think he's going to play that more than people think he's going to. Because, Jason, if you can get pressure with your front four, yeah. dude, dude yeah, it's, I, over. it's over. And then yep. you got, and then that, that frees up, or not frees up, but gives B, uh, BJ a lot of rest too, because he's not going to be DJ out there. I think he's going to play that a lot. I have this again. That's just me. I, I want it, him yeah. to do it because I think it's going to be badass. Yeah, I can see it. I think about like the defensive line rotation that the Bengals had back with Geno Atkins yeah. and Pecco, and they had so much depth at the mm-hmm. defensive line, and all those guys were kept healthy. Great defensive lines, great, and it just translated to a great defense. That's how you build a defense: is starting right there at the line, you know. But uh, yeah, if they can run that package and be successful, especially against the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would be the big test there. I mean, right. just the sky's the limit for the defense. And that opens up, you drop back, you know, what we got drop back seven in coverage, eight, <laughs> eight in coverage. You right. know what I mean? Right. While and still making the quarterback nervous back there. I and mean, it's nuts. I mean, there's, there's no way you can move the ball like that. Yeah, so Miles yeah, Murphy. I just, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I love the Miles Murphy pick at the, at the moment it happens when, 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 um, Joey Porter Jr. was there, and Michael Mayer were there. I was like, well, it's going to be one of those two guys. And when they said Miles Murphy, I was just thrown for a loop. I was, I was oh, okay. But the more I love it, I absolutely yeah. – because he shouldn't have been there at 28, first of all. Nope. And the fact that he was and the fact that he's going to be – I think he's going to be more versatile than just an edge rusher guy. Yeah, I think he can play inside. He can play outside. Super excited about Miles Murphy. And he's better on the run defense than, than people give him credit for. Yeah, I know. I know. I think a lot of people thought like, well, they just grabbed another edge rusher. He'll be Trey Hendrickson's replacement. Nope. They extended Trey Hendrickson. Yeah. He's going to play. He's going to play all over the place. Yep. yep. So I'm very excited. Yeah. I, I was exactly the same way. I thought it was going to be Michael Mayer or Joey Porter Jr. And all of a sudden, Miles Murphy going, who? Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> hey, yeah, yep. I, I know him. And then, yep. I mean, I, I'm not trying to downplay. I just wasn't right. thinking that. And the same way, I more I dug into to, to him and, and how, what he could do. I'm like, Dude, this is this is good, and I'm the same way. I thought for sure he was replacing for Trey Henderson. Well, we were wrong. Yeah. Trey, they, he signed a extension and re, kind of restructured his contract. But yeah. that means we got these guys for the next three years. None three of them are going anywhere. Right. I mean, right? So they have to find a way. You can't just let your first round pick sit there and do nothing. They got to right. find a way to get them out on the field. So that's what so. that's what I'm saying. I think the front four and, and Joseph Osai and God love him. I I hope he's healthy this year. Mm-hmm. He's balling out right now in training camp. He's he got hurt his rookie year. He dealt with injuries last year. Uh, he got injured right, right at the end of the last game of the year too. If he can stay healthy, I think he can have a breakout year as well this year. He, I'm really looking forward to watching him as well. Yeah, I really like him a lot. Uh, I I think they have a great complementary group of edge rushers. You know, Sam Hubbard. I would say of the – well, we don't know what Miles Murphy can do yet. Joseph Osai and Trey Hendrickson are better pass rushers than Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard's better against the run than either of those guys. But Sam Hubbard just does everything really great. Yep, He's not perfect at anything, but he does everything really, really well. He's just a great overall player against the run, against the pass. <clears throat> Love that he's from here. Yeah. Love that he loves the city. You know what I mean? It's just one of those guys – I, I mean, I, I, there's nothing you can say bad about the guy. It's, just, yeah. it's awesome that he's here. I, I love that he's here. I hope he's here for the rest of his career. And the thing is, too, is not only the the front four and the pressure we can get on the quarterback this year. It, it's we talk about the new the two new safeties, but let's mm-hmm. talk about the cornerbacks. Yeah, that room, in my opinion, might be the deepest in the whole on the in the whole uh, team. Right. I oh mean, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. 
Juan Drago, Mike Hilton. I mean, Cheeto. I got actually. I, I forgot. I had to Let me play this video because everybody's worried about, worried about Cheeto. Cheeto's out there doing drills. He looked pretty good today. I mean, he's doing that without a knee brace. Which right. Was my mind. I mean, he was the running back. You know, when the defense they do defense and defense, but the defense plays offense. Well, he was the running back. He's yeah. running and cutting, and I'm going. It looks like he hasn't even had a, a, a knee injury. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. If I did to my knee what he did to his knee, I'd have to be put down like a dog. I mean, I, I wouldn't even survive. <laughs> right. But uh, you'd have to take me to the doctor and euthanize me because I just I wouldn't be able to make it. You're like, but, I'm out, uh, I'm out. yeah, yeah. But watching him do the hammer drill like a month ago, mm -hmm. I like a madman. I, I knew as soon as I saw that, I was like, he's good. But then they put him on pup. I was like, oh, that's surprising. It took him off pup like 24 hours later. Right. But no, I'm, I'm pumped. I thought. The secondary, other than safety, I was like, well, you know, they have Hilton for, I think he's through 2024. Yeah, he's got two more years, this year, yeah. next year. They have CTB, who's going to second year, and they have Wuzier. I don't know if he's going to play. They don't have, you know, who else are they going to have? Maybe Eli Apple, they'll bring him back. But that's the, one of the deepest positions in the room because they brought in Sidney Jones. I didn't know anything about him, but the more I watch from him, the more I read about him. He's super athletic. I really like him a lot. DJ Turner was a great pick. Mm -hmm. uh, DJ Ivy has really surprised me. I had no idea that he was going to be doing as well as he would do it in training camp, uh, and I think he's going to make the team based on that. Uh, you know, there's going to be there's going to be talented cornerbacks that they cut, right? Right, and it's just like safety. Think about like Tyson Anderson. Tyson Anderson is a very athletic guy. Yeah. I feel bad for him. I don't know if he's going to make the team because well, you now can't... battle ba battles yeah. look really good. Yeah. Battle battles look really and ba battle. I, I think I've said this and. and I don't know if, how right I am, but I think Battle may not necessarily be the starter by the end of the year, but he's gonna might have as many snaps or yeah. more snaps than sure. Smith. I just just Battle is he's so smart, yeah. you know, he, and he's athletic, and I, I really like him. Nothing against Scott, uh, Scott, I like Scott, but I, I just feel that Battle is eventually going to take over that. I could see situations where they have Battle and Scott in at safety, and then they just move Dax Hill around. I mean, just just. I've said that a lot. People call, yeah. call me crazy. Like, dude, Dax can move, and yeah. and I can see know, him Lou playing. Lips. Yeah, yeah, okay. I could see him blitzing off the edge. I could see him playing in the slot. I could see him, you know, and I think Mike Hilton's one. He's one of the best slot blitz, and he's almost like a very small linebacker, right? Uh, but I, I could see Dax Hill. I could see that coming from both sides. I could see Lou Anarumo's a, a mad scientist. I could see him getting really, really creative with Dax Hill. While exactly. all three of those guys are here, and then you exactly. got Michael Thomas, who's just got experience. You know, he's right. they're not going to get rid of him. He's a great oh special teams guy, great locker room guy. Uh, but Tyson Anderson might be the odd man out, and he's never been given a chance to do anything just because yeah. he was on IR last year. So it's going to be nuts. This I'm, I'm telling this, this the team is loaded, yeah. loaded, and more athletic this year than they were last year, oh, which absolutely. is nuts. Yeah. yeah. Now I like how you're saying the same thing I'm saying about Dax is we're. Lou likes moving guys around. He likes dialing stuff up. I can totally see him do that with Dax, like you said, blitzing, playing, playing nickel. You know, doing the three, three uh, safety look. I mean, there's lots of stuff that he can do with them. And people are like, oh, he didn't do so hot at, at corner. I'm like, he's a rookie. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. he's going to get better. I mean, I, I mean, I have no, I have no concern about him at safety or corner. I think he's going to be right. fine there. But I totally, totally. That's why I'm like, he's going. They're going to move him. I, yeah. I'm gonna just. Everyone keeps telling me I'm crazy. Like, no, leave him at safety. I'm like, no. But if you got this toy, man, and you right. can move him and you can do stuff that it's different, that's what Lou likes to do. And Lou's really good at it. So that's right. Yeah. I keep telling him, I said, 
I would be surprised if Dax moves a lot, but yeah, I mean, I, mean, I good. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, you're good, I, you're good. I think I in general, no, <laughs> I think in general, I think you know, they'll be they play nickel defense 90% of the time, you know, with two linebackers, and Mike Hilton in there is kind of a hybrid linebacker, hybrid slot corner. Um, I, I think they'll do that more often than not with Dax and Nick Scott at safety, but I, I mean, I. I don't think it'll even be at the end of the season. I could see situations in week one, week two, where, hey, look where Dax Hill's lined up. Look, Jordan Battle's in the game. It's just I, it, so many, so many different toys that can do different things. It's I'm just pumped. I just can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, the only thing is that Lou doesn't like rookies as much, so I don't know if it'd be week one. He might work with yeah, but he could. I don't know. Yeah. But, but he could, but it, who knows. Now, Michael Madden here has a question for us. He says, uh, how do they keep Jackson and Watson in the pocket? Well, I if you can get pressure with with four guys, yeah, you're gonna be able to keep it in the pocket. That because that's what they did against Mahomes in the AFC Championship game when we, when we won in 2021. Yeah, well they rush they rush three, mm-hmm. they rush BJ Hill, they rush their edge guys, and then Sam Hubbard sits back as like yep. a spy. Yep. And like we saw that play where he was able to force a fumble at the end where they had mm-hmm. to settle for a field goal. That's yep. how they keep in the pocket is they drop everybody. There's nobody going to be open, and then just have a spy just sitting there and watching now. Obviously, you know Watson and Jackson. I think they're they're more capable runners than Mahomes is, but Mahomes is is a very good runner still. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think that's how they if they can get pressure with three and a spy or just four. I don't think they need to worry about them very much. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, everybody, you guys stay in your lane. That's the biggest yeah. thing too. Is don't don't you keep keep the the horseshoe or however you want to call it. You keep that yeah. so there's no where for the quarterback to step up. That's the biggest thing. Is when they go when you had the rush and they go around them, they just step up and they can take off. Is right. that's where DJ's huge to stay in there, or BJ, either one to stay in there and hold that center so right. they can't go anywhere. Right. And then that's what if Sam Hubbard's gonna be a spy again, that's what he does. He sits back there just in case he gets out. He's right yep. there. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that's what they do. I mean, game planning for Jackson and Watson is tough. Yeah. And especially with Watson, because we don't know what we're gonna get. Right. Uh we know what we get with with Lamar Jackson, but uh game planning for them is tough. But I, I mean, I, I don't know if I trust anyone more than I trust Louis Anarumo to do that. Oh, it, it, dude, it's unbelievable that we have every single one of our coaches for five years. Oh, now. I know. Oh, I don't get it. I don't, I, I, I don't understand. I mean, I am happy as hell. I, I love yep. Lou. He deserves to be a head coach. I'm glad he didn't get get it. Yeah. But I'll be shocked if he doesn't get one after after this yeah. year. I, mean, I was shocked this year. I thought he was going for sure Arizona, whatever. You know, he'll go in there and he'll – make Kyler Murray not play video games anymore, whatever. <laughs> but I thought for sure last year that was it. I even thought the year before that. Now Lou's probably gone. Lou will be definitely gone last year. I shit, Maybe he'll be our defense coordinator for the next 15 years. I don't, I don't know. Hey, but I'd, I'd, cool love with that. I'd love it. I don't it. know. Yep. I'd be yep. surprised. I'd absolutely love it. And I was upset at the hire at first. I was I was unhappy. I, I, was, I was too. When I yeah. the first year, dude, I used to call, call him what, – what did I call him? I, I called him a, a, a armadillo. That's yeah. what I called him. Like, armadillo defense. What are they doing – because nobody yeah. was ever in the right spot, it seemed like. Yep. And I said, I said after after uh, twenty twenty one, I'll, I'll, I'll never call him that again. <laughs> he <laughs> He's got, Ludini, man. He got the right guys. He got the guys that he needed, and he just does stuff that you just don't see. You right. know, they just do wild stuff. It's exciting. I I love it. The defense. I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, the core of the team still here. They have he has all the guys he needs to run the same defense, with an exception of possibly safety. Right. I mean, I always call it the, the, the amoeba defense, the morphing defense. Yeah. Because they, they do what the, the Patriots did forever. Whatever you do good, they're going to take that away from you. And Luke yeah. does a great job of that. And and that's yeah. 
what has been the calling card of this defense. That's where it's not like, you know, we don't we don't get a ton of sacks. We don't do it. We just play really good. Defense. Whatever you do good, they take that away from yeah. you. And they've consistently done that for like the last three years. Yep, they absolutely have. And that was Bill Belichick's calling card. Is we're going to take your biggest weapon away and you're going to have to beat us some other way. And then with Tom Brady, we're just going to nickel and dime down the field without, you know, we're not going to make mistakes. We're not going to force passes. We're just going to take what you give us and we're going to score 24 and we're going to win because you're not going to score much. But now with the difference here is, is we have a high powered offense. We're going to score 35. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Exactly. Exactly. Jason, you've been on for 44 minutes. I appreciate it. Tell everybody about your podcast, where they can find you and anything else you want to plug before I let you go. Yeah, I appreciate it. So I write for CincyJungle.com. Check it out there. And then Orange and Black Insider, Cincy Jungles. It's their kind of podcast, like the media channel. Uh, So I have Three and Out. It's on there along with OBI and Chalk Talk and all that stuff with with Anthony Casenza. The Godfather. You got to call him the Godfather. 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 That's right. That's right. (laughs) And then uh, and so it's on there. It's every Thursday morning. Comes out really early in the morning. It's a pre-recorded show just because I'm a youth football, basketball, baseball coach. It's a hard time finding we have our first scrimmage tomorrow. Next oh, God. Yeah. Oak Hills. Oak Hills Youth Football. Ah, CC. He's West Side, baby. Yeah. That's right. That's right. West Side. <laughs> well, Jason, I appreciate it, man. We'll definitely have to do this again. You've been a great yeah, guest. And I said, we got our, our fantasy uh, draft come up here. Yes, that's right. This Sunday or is the next uh, Sunday? I'd have to look. I'd have to look. I think, I think it's, it's next Sunday. I think it's next Sunday. Yeah. 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 Either way, yeah. I plan on dominating. But, you know, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, yeah, I, I don't know if will. I have. If I have something to say about that, I don't know. Yeah, you probably, you probably will. I, I suck at it. I, I always no, say. man. I love fantasy football more than anything. I've never won. It drives me nuts. I hate it, and I keep coming back every year. Every year. It's addicting, brother. I love it, too. Oh, I know. All right, Jason. Appreciate you, man. Who day? Who day? All right, guys. Go check them out. Orange and Black. Cincy Jungle. Three Not Podcast. Jason and his partner do an awesome job on there. Uh, like I said, it comes out every uh, Thursday morning. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. The fun football Friday. A week from tonight, I'll be in the jungle watching the Bengals play in the preseason game. So, probably next Friday, probably not going to do a show. I'm just let you know. Anyway, let me uh, thank all the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Houday Nation, Houday Legion, Bearcat Ruckets, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads. Uh, Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. Threads is uh, Sports Strawberry Ice. I'll be pulling a sound later on tonight, putting on the podcast. It's on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Leave a five-star review and a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, my originals. I love you guys. I'm at 2,302 subscribers. Again, if it wasn't for you guys watching me in front of a video camera five years ago, uh, or actually, a video camera date myself an iPad five years ago doing my videos. I would have never got to grow it as far as I have. So I appreciate every single one of you guys. As always, like I said, we got the Jackpot Joey beer. It is out, people. It is delicious. It is award winning. It's at the precinct. Can you believe we got Jackpot Joey beer at the precinct? My boy Jeff Ruby is putting it on there. I love it. Anyway, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Football is back, and that's your sports, baby. See ya!